Welcome to Soul Bodied. This is your host, Anna Kinkela. This is a sacred space where we hold conversations on what it means to honor the fullness of our humanity and the expansiveness of our divinity. In this space, we embrace the complexities that are inherent in all of our experiences, welcoming in the messiness of all that we are as a pathway to knowing, embracing, and embodying the fullest expression of our soul in the human realm. We talk about leadership, embodiment, social change, psychology, spirituality, conscious business, quantum creation, politics, nature, movement and the body, relationships, building communities of true connection, and anything else that guides us deeper into leading from a place of wholeness and belonging within ourselves and with each other. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Soul Bodied. This is your host, Anna Kinkela. And on today's episode, we are going to be diving into how you can embrace the unknown. There's so much conversation right now about being in the unknown because that is where we are. And, you know, I would love to just take this podcast episode to really anchor into what is the unknown? What is the power that is available to us in the unknown? And how we can really shift the narrative from this place of feeling disempowered in the unknown and allow ourselves to energetically transmute into creating space for the unknown to anchor us and to initiate us into the places that we are going, the ways that we are being asked to embody ourselves at an even deeper level in both our leadership and in our business. Before we really jump into the core of this podcast, I want to share a little bit about where I've found myself in my own personal leadership, simply for the reason that I think it's important for all of us to share with each other to normalize where we are. And I think that, you know, this is a real reflection of what it means to be in the unknown, that the unknown is emptiness and chaos. And that, you know, whether you find yourself mirror being mirrored by whatever I share here as part of my experience, or whether you've had quite the opposite experience, that it's more about us joining together in the experience of it being the unknown and that the unknown is going to look different for all of us, but that we can all actually be in togetherness in the space of the unknown. And there's some kind of comfort um, to just be able to be there, right? So um, I want to talk about my experience a little bit and also, you know, what I'm seeing with my clients, what I'm seeing in the collective, um, because I think it is important for us to just to really see each other in one another, to know that even though we are in isolation, um, we're not in connection in the same ways that we have been in the physical world, that we are still connected nevertheless. And if anything else... This situation is definitely showing us how we are all interconnected with one another. So the last podcast episode that went live here was one about coronavirus when things had just started shifting into us really recognizing the gravity of the situation that is unfolding in the world. And I can tell you that you know, thinking back to me recording that episode to where I am today feels like it's been months. 
literally time feels like it has slowed down to this insane level that I've never experienced. Just even the last week of my life has felt like months and months. And I know that I'm not the only one who's had that experience. So there's this sense of, you know, time stretching and extending right now, which is both challenging because I know so many of us are feeling super uncomfortable in this space. You know, there's this collective pause, there's this collective stillness. And, you know, I've spent a lot of my life getting comfortable in stillness. And that's a lot of what I teach. And, you know, the stillness is such a challenge for all of us who live in a go, go, go kind of world, right? That the stillness holds all of these pockets of shadow that are hard for us to sit with as human beings. And so the stillness is a big place of discomfort to varying degrees for different people. Um, But nevertheless, it is in the stillness that we hear ourselves, that we hear our own inner wisdom, which is really, truly such a place of power for all of us if we can learn to be in the discomfort, which is what a lot of my work is about. So, you know, it seems like ages ago that I recorded that episode. Last week, I didn't release an episode because I was deep in my own shadow and Um, The energy that I was showing up in wasn't going to be of service to any of you. So I decided to pause, um, you know, releasing an episode last week in order to just allow myself to ground in. Um, I was also in the midst of moving from one apartment to another. If you've been following my journey for a little while, you know that I've been um, nomadic for the past nine to 10 months and that, you know, I recently just, you know, three to four weeks ago, I think it was three weeks ago, (laughs) I um, flew into Sydney, Australia because I could see that, you know, things were not headed in a great direction with coronavirus. I didn't know the extent of it, but my intuition was telling me to fly into Sydney from Bali. And it's just been like a really deep place of transition for me um, and really signifying this big shift in my own personal life and also in my business. Um, As I know that most of you are probably experiencing, you know, everything has pretty much gone topsy-turvy and we are in this deep space of reckoning within ourselves and within the collective of what this means, what this is going to look like on the other end, which is exactly why I'm recording a podcast episode on the unknown, um, because it is the exact space we all need to embrace in order for all of us to collectively and individually flow within the space and land where we're meant to land on the other side of this, whatever that might look like. So, yeah, I think, you know, my experience of this time has been a lot of deep shadow that showed up in in the initial stages, particularly last week. And it's really oscillated between these like waves of deep shadow. And as I've worked with that energy, as I've sat with that energy, it's transitioned into these openings and these expansions. And right now as I've allowed the shadow to move through me, as I've witnessed it, as I've done some energy work within myself, I've um, really landed in this space of kind of knowing in the unknown as much as I need to know right now. (laughs) And I think that that's really the greatest hope that we can all have in the space is that the unknown isn't you know, meant to have this very concrete plan laid out in front of us. The unknown is meant to be a space where we take things one step at a time and where we allow ourselves to be with what is present. And as it feels right for us to take action from, 
from the wisdom that emerges in that space. And I think that that's true just in our day to day, right? Like preferably that might be how we would be operating. And also, you know, we can make quarter one, quarter two, quarter three, and four plans in our business. And right now that's all gone out the window, right? Um, So not only in business, but in our personal lives, the things we had planned, the ways that we were wanting to engage with our community, with our family, with our friends, the things that have brought us pleasure in the past, the ways that we've wanted to be out in the world. There's no real way for us to plan any of that right now um, because we don't know when we're going to be able to travel, what all of this is going to look like. So it's just a lot of uncertainty and it's required all of us to pause and look within and to learn how to be here. Part of what happened for me last week is that there were, there was a specific person that got cleansed from my life and this was in the midst of my move and in the midst of just arriving in Australia and processing all of this. So, you know, it was a lot to digest and, um, you know, it, it made me just reflect on the fact that Overall, for me personally, I've often been someone who's taken a really long time to let go of people in my life, even when I've known that it hasn't been serving me 100%. And a lot of that is because, you know, I'm someone who sees the possibility in everyone. And it's both my greatest gift because. It helps me work with clients in a way where I'm really steering them into embodying that possibility in the now. But when it comes to, you know, my relationships, it's very unwise to, you know, be in relationship with someone's possibility, right? And that's been one of my shadow pieces that I've really been unraveling in. And, and so you know, one of the things that happened is this relationship kind of leaving my, my field. And it was through me speaking my truth and showing up in my truth and voicing my needs, um, which is another thing, you know, it's for me, it's always been about how can I speak my truth more in my relationships. And, you know, what I found through this process is it really helped me to embody, um, you know, the woman, that owns how she feels that shows up in the space. And also that is able to let go of something with love, with compassion for the other person when it's no longer serving in the moment, when it's no longer serving the, the greater goal of what it means to be in a relationship with someone, right. When it's not in alignment And I'm finding, I share this with you because I'm finding that this time is particularly potent for really speeding up timelines and teaching and really highlighting lessons um, and allowing us to break larger patterns that have been playing out in our business and our life and, you know, whatever area that we've struggled in. And while this is a lot to process and a lot to hold and is painful and hard in so many different ways, um, it's allowing us to really purge energetically um, these patterns, these ways of being that are no longer in alignment with what we are walking into on the other side of this pandemic. And you know, in that way, I expressed gratitude for, for the energy because it really taught me what I'm here and available for and what I'm not. And, you know, that's one piece that has happened for me. And so, you know, for you, you might not have had a relationship leave your life. Maybe there's some shadow parts that have emerged in relationships, though, which is certainly going to be so present now that we are all kind of stuck indoors with each other being 
you know, in proximity with each other in a way that, you know, maybe you've never been, um, or haven't been in a long time, whether it's your kids, your partner, like friends, roommates, whatever the relationship that inevitably there's no avoiding the things that have been there looming underneath the surface. And so what an opportunity this is for us to ground into love and compassion for the other while still voicing the truth of what is here for us and how much, you know, we heal through connection, right? We heal through relationship. And so whether it's a relationship that is remaining in our life or whether it's a relationship that is getting highlighted because it needs to leave your life, that this is an opportunity for us to really utilize this space for this larger growth and this larger shedding of patterns, um, both interpersonally and individually, because whatever is happening interpersonally is also happening individually for you as well. So there's no doubt, you know, that I'm able to talk about these things now and reflect on these things from a processed space because I've done a lot of energetic work. I've done a lot of journaling in the past week. And what I want to speak to here is that growth often comes from a period of pain and suffering. And, you know, even as we talk about the possibility that is available in the space of the unknown, what I don't want me or us to do on any level is to bypass the very real pain and the horrible circumstances that people have found themselves in within the past two weeks. I'm very privileged to be able to say that, you know, the hardest things that I've had to navigate in the past couple of weeks is this huge transition some financial considerations and, you know, the loss of a relationship. Whereas I recognize that there are thousands and thousands of people who have lost loved ones, who will continue to lose loved ones, um, who have lost jobs, you know, who have just had the bottom fall out underneath them. And we need to honor the space of pain and suffering that our communities are feeling and to really be in recognition of that. So when I talk about the possibility that's available in the unknown, we cannot shift into possibility until we honor the shadow parts of what is happening for us individually and also the shadow parts of what is arising collectively Right? This isn't about stepping into possibility through bypassing. This is allowing the field of possibility to open as we witness the shadow, the, the pain, the grief, the loss of what is happening within us and around us. So, you know, I want you to use this episode as a resource, yes, to see what is here and how to really embrace this space. And part of embracing the unknown is being here, not negating anyone else's pain, not telling anyone else they need to be positive and look at the brighter side of things because not everyone is ready to go there. And what I know to be true is that as we navigate the unknown, what is certain is that we are going to be going through waves right? That we are going to be going through huge ups and downs. The unknown is the void, right? In so many ways, it's the void, it's space. It's the infinite field of possibility. And timelines are accelerated here, right? We can jump into a whole different quantum level, quantum portal in this space But we don't do it through bypassing our pain, through bypassing the suffering of the collective. We do it through coming into relationship with the pain, witnessing it, sitting with it, seeing the pain of another and being willing to sit in that pain with someone else and allowing the energy to move naturally. We can't force it. This isn't about, you know, being quick 
to jump from pain into positivity or possibility. This is about allowing the pain to be witnessed and allowing the pain to lead you into the possibility when it's ready. So, you know, whoever you are listening to this episode, you might be in a sustained period of shadow and maybe the shadow energy is not moving anywhere for you. And it hasn't in several weeks and several days. And, you know, you're wondering when is this going to end? And what I want to tell you is that wherever you are is exactly where you need to be. And that the practice here is not about trying to get out of your shadow as soon as possible. The process of being in the unknown is actually allowing yourself to sit in it to the extent that you can and not to get into extreme avoidance patterns. Some avoidance here is going to be normal because we're human, right? We can only sustain our nervous system that is can only sustain certain amounts of discomfort for certain periods of time, depending on who you are and how much of this work you've done. So the more that you do the work, the more your nervous system is going to be able to expand and create more space for more periods of discomfort. But we're all going to be engaging in some avoidance strategies. Like that is part of life. That is part of how we deal with things. Some avoidance strategies are more healthy than others. Yeah. And you know, the more that we can engage in some healthy, healthier avoidance strategies when we need to, the better. But what I just want to normalize is we're all going to be avoiding to some extent, but the goal here is not to not avoid at all. It's just to be able to bring ourselves into the discomfort as we can, as our nervous systems can handle it and allow the discomfort to continue to expand our nervous system so we can do it for prolonged periods of time. And when we really feel like we need something to help nurture us, to help shift us out of the space, to just give us a break, it's okay to avoid. It's okay to watch TV. It's okay to like eat some freaking sugar, you know? You got to do what you got to do. These are these are times that are unprecedented and we're all doing the best that we can. In other words, be present to the yes and in this situation, which means that, you know, we get to feel all of the emotions, make space for all of it and not make any of it wrong, right? And also inviting ourselves into a space of how can I be accountable? How can I take care of myself? How can I show up and also just honor where I am? There's a beautiful harmony that can happen in this space that is inevitably messy. It's not perfect. One of my mentors, Nisha Moodley, always talks about harmony, not in this way that there's perfect balance, but that we are just allowing ourselves to move with whatever energy is showing up and accepting whatever is here for us. And so ultimately being in the unknown is just that, that we are inviting in this, this kind of harmony that's very individual to each one of us while really doing our best to root into ourselves, into our own alignment and creating space for all of it. It's never this or that. It's always yes and and above all to invite in the energy of compassion both for ourselves and for the people in our lives because we are all doing the best that we can one of the ways that i see people get stuck in shadow is when we're in like the cycle of judging the fact that we are in shadow when there's another layer of stories on top of the shadow about why we are in the shadow, why is this happening? Why can't I just move out of this? Am I not good enough? Am I not leading well enough? Why am I not showing up, right? Like all of those judgments, all those inner criticisms that um, can arise in the space, the perfectionist that can step up into the space. And that's when we get stuck in shadow, right? And so if you acknowledge that happening for you, that you're judging yourself being in shadow or reacting the way that you are, just really gently and compassionately acknowledge that that's something that's playing out and allow it to leave your field and really 
come back into a place of compassion from within? How can I love myself right now? How can I give myself the benefit of the doubt? How can I nurture myself? What would I say to a friend who is in this space right now? These are all things that are so crucial to practice in this space of the unknown because the unknown is a process of teaching our body and our whole system to get comfortable in each step, right? That this isn't about you being perfect in the space of the unknown. This is about you being aware and then teaching the body to feel safe in each step that you take. So to anchor in so far, what we have is how to really be in the space of the unknown is to honor whatever is showing up in your space, to give yourself compassion, and to allow yourself to move with the energy that's here instead of trying to force yourself against the energy. And it's about taking it one step at a time. The unknown isn't meant to lay out your entire vision. And it's actually rarely ever like that. Those who are entrepreneurs probably know this space really well, because even though you can, you know, plan for all of the variables, inevitably entrepreneurship is going to throw you a lot of loopholes, a lot of, you know, challenges your way. And the most that you can do is to just take the next right step to take the next most embodied step. And in order to be able to take embodied steps, the unknown is inviting you into learning how to ground into yourself at an exponential level. So this is where the nervous system comes in. And I really want to spend some time talking about the nervous system because it is so, so huge. It's so, so important for your expansion. The nervous system, your body, your physical body basically holds the keys for you to really be able to sustain greater and greater expressions of growth in your life and in your business. So all of us have different nervous systems. All of us have the capacity to hold a certain energetic amount. And our nervous system has been influenced by the things that we've witnessed in our life, right? Because our nervous system is affected by trauma. It's affected by stress. So depending on how much trauma you've had, depending how much stress you've sustained, your nervous system is going to be either more or less sensitive to being in the unknown. And certainly what we're seeing in the collective is that we are all having trauma responses. There is not anyone on this planet who is not having some type of trauma response. I can guarantee you that. But depending on ancestral trauma background, our own individual trauma background, and how much we are taking in the energy of the collective trauma that we're all feeling right now. Our nervous systems are going bananas. And as a result, our bodies are shifting into fight flight or freeze response. And it's normal for everyone to be here right now. Because what is happening is undeniably traumatic for all of us, regardless of what you are experiencing individually. Even if you would call what you're experiencing fairly minimal in comparison to someone else, it doesn't matter. This isn't a rating system of how traumatic you are in comparison to someone else. This is an acknowledgement that we are all feeling it and our bodies are all responding to it. And so in these spaces, our nervous system is going to switch into this fight, flight, or freeze response. And the trauma response is going to look really different for each one of us. So for instance, I'm just going to ground this into what I observe in the entrepreneurial world right now. There are a lot of entrepreneurs who are responding to the situation by 
doing a lot of things. So they're creating courses, they are um, going live all the time, they're writing tons of posts, they're showing up, right? And then there are lots of entrepreneurs who have kind of disappeared and they've retreated and you aren't seeing them online. They aren't posting as much. Um, And certainly that was me last week and part of this week that I had this like period of really needing to go inward before I did anything outward. And I want you to just acknowledge and see how both of these are trauma responses. Now, I'm not saying that everyone who is doing and creating right now isn't a trauma response inherently, because there's certainly space to say that there are people who are, you know, present and embodied and that they're creating because they genuinely feel aligned and inspired to do so. And that's beautiful and wonderful. But I just want us to all acknowledge that busyness in our culture is a trauma response. In other words, people are really used to using busyness and doing things as a way to help them hide and avoid the the pain of what they're experiencing. And if an entrepreneur is doing that, right, if it is a trauma response for them, doesn't mean that what they're putting out isn't valuable and that it shouldn't be consumed. I'm not saying that at all. Um, but what I'm saying is, is that I want to invite all of us to step away from judging how we are showing up as leaders right now, because inevitably the way that we are showing up is um, really due to the wiring of our nervous system and has nothing to do with our worth, right? It has nothing to do with whether we are doing the work or not doing the work, whether we are showing up or not showing up. It's simply a random wiring of your nervous system. Some people are wired to do, do, do as a trauma response. Other people are wired to like freeze and just wait it out until they start to feel safe in their bodies again. Neither one is wrong or right. It just simply is. So when we talk about what it means to show up in your leadership right now, it's totally going to depend on your own individual energy. There is no wrong way to show up as a leader. The only thing I want to encourage you to stay away from is avoidance within yourself, right? Avoidance to the point where you're just pushing everything underneath the rug. So showing up as a leader right now is so dependent on your own individual energetic signature and on your own history of trauma your own ancestral history of trauma, your own sensitivity. If you're an empath and you're really feeling the collective, that's definitely going to impact how you show up and in what space. But what is important above anything else is that showing up as a leader is first showing up for yourself because you cannot lead others if you cannot hold what's within you, right? The extent of your leadership is the extent to which you can lead yourself. And so more than anything, whatever your energy is telling you to do right now, the wisdom that is coming through your body right now is what is needed. So that might be you going out and speaking out and doing a ton of live videos and posts and creating courses. And that might be embodied for you, which is a beautiful thing. That might be what your nervous system, how your nervous system right now is responding because it's having a trauma response. That is a-okay. Like your work is benefiting someone and that's great. But regardless of whether you're doing or whether you're retracting and isolating, it's just important that you come within yourself, right? That's the bottom line here is that we are coming back into ourselves and allowing ourselves to teach our bodies, our nervous systems that we can be safe here, teaching it to find grounding. And so safety, yes, is achieved through grounding. It's through focusing on those first couple chakras, right? And you can like invite the imageries of tree, of earth, of breathing from the toes into the body as a way to help ground the energy eating nurturing foods that help connect you with ground energy. And those are root vegetables, right? 
Um, you can be just doing things that help you connect with all of your five senses, which is a way of grounding into your body. Whatever you can do to regulate your nervous system right now is what everyone should be doing. And grounding and regulating your nervous system is the foundation of embodied leadership and embodied action and aligned action. So however you are showing up as a leader, showing up as a leader means showing up for yourself first. And then you can transmute what is coming out through you to the people that you are leading, to your family, to your friends, because leadership can look a lot of different ways. Leading in the unknown means being very aware of where your nervous system is, how high it's being activated, and really becoming well acquainted with the tools that you need in order to lower the threshold response. And so with each step that we take, right, if you receive a download about a program that you're meant to create or a conversation that you're meant to have with a loved one, whatever it is, it's about acknowledging the next best step, stepping forward, and then teaching the nervous system, it's okay to be here. I'm okay here. It's really difficult for us to shift out of a nervous system fight or flight response when we are stuck in our mind. And, you know, I like to consider the mind as a valuable tool. It's a beautiful co-partner along with the body and the soul. But when we are directing our life from the mind solely, we are not making embodied choices. We are not coming from embodied energy. In the Western world, we are definitely taught that the mind is superior, but I consider that to be a falsehood, that the mind is something that can help us, but only when it's used in partnership with our body and our soul speak, right? Our intuitive guidance. And so when we're in our heads, we're not recognizing what's present in our body, what's here for us. What is the deeper wisdom, the deeper inner knowing that is being communicated to us? And so the mind then just becomes this endless hamster wheel that kicks our nervous system into even higher gear because we get stuck in our stories. We get stuck in the rationalizations that aren't really rooted within ourselves, right? We project a lot of things. We assume a lot of things. We create assumptions so easily from the mind if we don't check in and anchor into the body and the soul. And so when we're stuck in the mind space, it's going to be really hard for us to regulate our nervous system. So whatever you're doing, the practice is always, how can I get back into my body? You may have to do this multiple times a day. You may have to do it every 10 minutes. And there are very quick ways for you to get back into your body um, and really allow yourself to shift out of the mind. And so all this is, is like, this is how you teach your body to start to feel safe, right? It's like when you recognize you're in your mind and you're shifting into that nervous system response, you touch back into the body and you say, I'm here. I'm in my body. I feel this in my body. I'm experiencing this in my body. I'm touching this. I'm feeling this. I'm um, tasting this. I'm smelling this. I'm hearing this. And you come back in, right? You come back into the present moment. And little by little, your body then starts to, starts to feel safe, starts to regulate itself. And I bring this up because most people are not going to say, oh, my nervous system is out of whack unless you have done a ton of work in this space, unless you're familiar with this, unless you have a lot of body awareness and some of you might. And also regardless of how much work you've done, regardless of how much awareness you have, we all unconsciously shift into an overactivated nervous system without even noticing it. And so one of the ways that I know that I'm in a fight or flight response is if I just acknowledge where the energy is in my body. And for me, I know that I'm in like fight or flight response when my nervous system is reacting, 
when I feel a lot of energy in my head. So I'm, you know, circulating in a lot of like self-doubt thoughts or um, insecurities, or I'm, you know, I'm just like thinking, 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 thinking. And um, I can just feel how much my brain is overcompensating and how much I am disconnected from the lower half of my body. And if I can bring myself into that awareness, then I can acknowledge really quickly how the energy needs to shift. So if the trauma response language doesn't speak to you, it might be an invitation to simply become aware of where is my energy predominantly focused, right? Is is it pretty evenly distributed along my energetic system or is it stuck in my head? Am I circulating the energy in my head right now? And that's where it gets to then become an invitation of how can I ground? How can I regulate? From a human perspective, we can see just even with everything that I've talked about, how the unknown is a challenge for humans, right? The unknown is by definition, there are no roots and the invitation when we are in a space of the unknown, especially in this kind of unknown where like the collective is in a pause, it's at a standstill. It is in the epic level of the unknown that I don't think any of us have witnessed within our lifetime. The question is, the invitation is, how do we grow roots here? And how we grow roots is through becoming rooted within ourselves and then allowing ourselves to lead others from that energy. And the more that we can do that, the more collectively we will start to root into the space, root into the space of the unknown, that is. And that will help us to build collectively what it is we are walking towards, whatever that might be. And, you know, I hear a lot of people predicting and talking about what this might look like, you know, especially the spiritual community where we're talking about building new earth. And I'm certainly part of, you know, the knowing that what is happening here is is there's an opportunity and an opening for us to rebuild structures and systems that have oppressed, that have not served all of us. And it's an opportunity for us to truly awaken as a collective in a whole different way. And the only way for us to do that in a responsible way, in a way that we are actually rewriting patterns, in a way that we are building something that is embodied and that is representative of the whole of who we are, not just individually, but collectively, right? Where we're not leaving whole communities of people out because they haven't had access to the same level of privilege, right? right? I'm talking about people of color. I'm talking about immigrants. I'm, I'm talking about folks with disabilities, women, LGBTQI folks, that what we are building here are communities that can hold difference and recognize oneness all at the same time, right? That it's not about making ourselves one by negating the difference between us, but it's that through the difference, we can recognize the wholeness, right? It's the yes. And we can be different and we can be whole. Those are not mutually exclusive things. And the way that we do that is by showing up in the unknown and anchoring into ourselves in every step of the unknown, because it teaches us how to be in discomfort And it also teaches us how to still show up in that space in the way that is most embodied for us as leaders. What a powerful place to be. What a painful place to be. It's both and. It's powerful and it's painful. There are going to be serious repercussions of being here. And there's going to be incredible growth in being here. So that is all that is unfolding on this human level of what it means to be unknown on a spiritual level, the unknown, like I mentioned earlier in the episode 
is really this infinite place of possibility. It's the quantum realm that I talk about quite a bit. It's the acknowledgement that we can create any kind of door and open up any kind of portal because we are each powerful creators. And right now you might not be feeling that at all. Right now what might be showing up is the fear, the scarcity, all of those things. And like I said, that's okay. It's okay for you to be feeling whatever you are. It's okay to be in the shadow of this. It's okay to just move with the energy as it unfolds within you. And on a spiritual level, there are portals that can be opened here that can catapult us into a whole different space, into things that we never maybe thought were possible for us, but that we are now really receiving the information, the insight to see how they can become possible for us, how we can start to open these portals. And so in this limitless space of possibility, in this quantum realm, in this space element is where we can truly open up and accelerate timelines and maybe reach a goal that we've had for a long time much quicker and or we recognize the pivot that has to happen because of the internal revelations that we've had as a result of the shadow parts that have been rising up in the unknown. And they're really giving us the opportunity to shift into a whole different portal, open a whole different door and pass through this energy and embody wherever soul spirit is communicating that you need to go right now. So the magic of this space is that we can really create at an exponential level. The gift of this space is that really anything can happen. And in order for that portal to open, we have to acknowledge the shadow parts that are arising for us to receive the inner wisdom that we need in order to even recognize the door that needs to be opened. So this is how we get to play in this energy, how we get to try on different possibilities, dream into a different vision for ourselves and our life. And this absolutely connects back to our nervous system as well. You know, as you are traveling through shadow portals, as you are learning to take the next best step in the unknown and regulating your nervous system in that space, what you're also doing on the other end is when you reach a space of expansion or a space where, in other words, you're experiencing more comfortable, more expansive emotions, right? So rather than scarcity, maybe you're feeling into abundance or rather than fear, you're touching into love, that you are also anchoring your nervous system into that expansion and teaching your body to feel safe in the expansion space. So many of us are trained to, even though like our, our nervous systems are being activated and we're not feeling safe. So many of us actually feel safe and not feeling safe. Um, And a perfect example of this is the busyness that I've brought up before. That busyness is a trauma response in and of itself because of the culture that we live in. And we've taught our nervous systems on an individual and a collective level to be comfortable in that trauma response. That's like an expectation. Like if I say that I'm busy, everyone accepts that as normal and you know, in fact, it's like often celebrated in our culture. Oh, she's so busy. It must mean that she's really successful or look at how much she's producing out into the world. She's worthy in some way, right? And that we've taught ourselves that it's safe to be busy, that it's okay to be busy when in actuality, it could be an indication that we're not really taking good care of ourselves and that our nervous systems are shot and that we're, you know, not really healthy, right? Because we're overextending our bodies. And so our nervous system comes into play here again, when we teach ourselves that it's actually safe to be in the experience of expansion, that it's safe for us to slow down, that it's safe for us to like receive even when we're not busy, right? And this whole new way 
of being that we are currently developing, this new earth that we are building together is about shifting how we do life, how we do business, how we lead in general, because what we've had thus far has not worked out well for us, right? Because we're here, here we are. And so it's not just adjusting your nervous system to feel safe in the unknown and shifting from this fear into deeper rootedness within with each step, but the unknown is anchoring your nervous system into the expansion. And that is actually how you are able to hold greater expressions of your light and how you're able to hold um, greater amounts of money, greater amounts of abundance in whatever form it comes in, that your nervous system has to also be taught to sustain that and to hold that. And so on one hand, we have like rewiring ourselves from this fear response into a place of safety. And then from the safety, we are also wiring ourselves into feeling safe and thriving because so many of us have been taught that it's actually not safe to thrive, that we're not worthy of that, or that we'll never be able to receive it because of who we are in the world, right? All of these ways that we've been wired to not feel worthy of something, we are teaching our nervous system to feel worthy of accepting that and to energetically have the capacity to hold that in our system. So that is what is so powerful about this nervous system work is that we're not just anchoring you out of safety reaction mode. We're also anchoring you into expansion mode and the space of the unknown unveils this and creates opportunities for this at an exponential level. And we've always had availability to this, right? There are inevitably so many in-betweens in our life, so many in-betweens in our business, which is a space of the unknown. I've talked about it on my podcast before, but right now we are in a collective unknown and in the biggest unknown that probably any of us have been in, in our lives, in our businesses. And so it's about honoring both, right? It's putting one foot in shadow and the other foot in light. And because this is happening on a collective level, the energy of this unknown is that much more powerful and that much more exponentially open to different possibilities. So we are going to see this collective shift, which is going to create a whole different foundation for us individually to rise at a whole different level. And again, you might not be seeing the opportunity right now. You might not be receiving any downloads right now about what, you know, this looks like for you. And that is okay. That is to be expected. That is so normal. The invitation here is to work with the energy that's presenting itself. That's it. And allow yourself to take the next step, knowing that if you're working with the energy, if you're sitting with it, it will unveil exactly what you need to know. And eventually, we will all get to a place where the roots of what we are individually doing and creating will create a more solid foundation for us collectively. And this is part of how we do that, right? It's taking the next step. It's working with what's here for us and allowing the energy to transmute. And part of the transmutation of energy, which I just really see as we are alchemists of the energy that's showing up within us, is that it, it allows us to receive the messages that we need to receive, which is where our listening needs to be really good. We really need to listen and tune in and not shut out our inner knowing, which is why it's so important for us to be in our bodies. Because if we can't be in our bodies, if we're floating outside of our bodies, it's going to be really hard for us to hear what we need to hear in the space. So that is why this nervous system regulation is so important to the work, why we have to do the work of the shadow, because if we don't, then we actually won't even be able to listen and hear 
what is meant to come through us. I think one of the most powerful practices for me has actually just been coming into relationship with the unknown as an energy in and of itself. That, you know, it's really through us expanding and moving with how we are in relationship with the unknown that the unknown is able to open to us. And so other than, you know, the things that I've talked about, which is like nervous system regulation and working with shadow and taking the next best step and all of that, bringing compassion into the space, um, being with all of it, right? That we are just really being attuned to coming into relationship with the unknown and allowing that energy to communicate with us and to guide us. We have to remember that everything is an energy, I don't know is an energy, a blank canvas in our head when we can't see farther than, you know, the fog that's in front of us is an energy in and of itself that can be worked with. None of it is a dead end, right? Even when we have a blank slate, a blank slate is an energy we can work with. In the same way, the unknown is an energy that we can work with. And we can allow the not knowing to reveal the knowing. And that's the power of energy transmutation. Being an alchemist is that everything around you has a vibration to it. Everything can be moved and shifted when we enter into direct relationship with it. So what I am going to do is I'm going to drop a link that is in the notes section of this podcast. And what you can do is go to that link and download a free meditation of, you know, working with the energy of the unknown. And the way that you can use this meditation is to, you know, have it be a practice, right? Especially when you're feeling uncertain, especially when you're, you know, feeling all over the place, you don't know what the next best step step is when there's fog presenting itself, when you're in scarcity, when you're fearful that you can come to this meditation and practice coming into relationship with the unknown and then see what unfolds from that space. This isn't a guarantee that something will unfold, but this is really an invitation for you to journey with this energy and see what unravels for you individually. So I'm going to leave the link for you to download that in the comments. And I want to invite you into a few different things. One, I'm going to be hosting a challenge. It's an integration experience that starts next week on April 6th. The link for that is in the comments in the notes section as well. And this is going to be an opportunity for you to enter into relationship with the shadow parts that are arising right now for you. Like I said, this is like a really potent shadow portal, which is hard to hold. It's uncomfortable to hold. And it also has so much possibility in it if we allow ourselves to sit with it. And so you are going to have five days of journaling, of meditation, of live trainings with me, and this will help you enter into relationship with whatever shadow pieces are arising for you right now, and will help you transmute into um, space of expansion within, in your leadership and in your business. So that is a free offering, and you can click the link for that. The other part that you know, I want to highlight here is that because we are in this powerful portal that has all the things in it, that has loss, grief, pain, suffering, that also has opportunities for abundance, for love, for connection, for expansion. This is a really, really great time to have mentorship through this process. It's a really great time to transmute whatever is showing up because so many unconscious layers are rising to the surface right now, which might've had difficulty being witnessed because we were so much in our regular flow of life, regular flow of business. And right now, all of that is rising up. And so there is an opportunity here to really receive powerful mentorship 
that can lead you into the next space of your leadership and business that can help you anchor in and embody that energy within you and how you are being right in this moment. So I have several spots that are open for individual mentorship, and this is the perfect time to take advantage of this, to get in touch with me and to have a really deep conversation with me about how this mentorship can really shift you into a whole different level of business, of leadership. This is not solely for entrepreneurs. I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, but I also work with you know, folks who work in the corporate world, who have careers that, you know, isn't defined by entrepreneurship. I also work with a lot of creatives. So these are all folks that I've worked with a ton and I love, love doing this work. So if this is something that you would like to explore more with me, I'd love to do that with you. You can simply email me Anna at AnnaKinkela.com and let me know that you heard about this on the podcast and you are looking to explore this possibility and see how it can be of service to you in this moment in time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you received value from this episode, I would love to invite you to write us a written review on iTunes. It helps so much for folks to see how you are being impacted by the show and inspires others to tune in and to follow us and to subscribe. So in advance, thank you for the reviews you are leaving for us. And I'm sending you so much love and hoping that all of you are safe and healthy wherever you are. We'll see you next time.